Welcome to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. You can support our podcast by sharing information about it on social media. You can help us to spread information about Ukraine and share the truth. My name is Artem, and here is the news. For 184 days, Ukraine stands strong against the forces of the Russian invasion. Ukraine has connected one of the six power units of the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant to the power grid, reports Interfax Ukraine. According to the Ukrainian nuclear power plant operator Energoatom, the nuclear scientists of the Zaporizhia power plant are real heroes. They tirelessly and firmly hold on their shoulders the nuclear and radiation safety of Ukraine and the entire Europe, and selflessly work so that their native country has life-giving energy. As reported on August 25th, as a result of shelling by Russian troops, the last power line connecting the Zaporizhia power plant to Ukraine's power system was damaged. Two operating units, number 5 and number 6, were stopped by emergency protection systems. The president of Ukraine, Volodymyr Zelensky, said that the situation remains very risky and dangerous. Any repeat of yesterday's event, that is, any disconnection of the plant from the grid, any actions by Russia that could trigger the shutdown of the reactors, will again put the plant just one step away from disaster. Volodymyr Zelensky said that Ukraine has exported the first 1 million tons of food products from the three seaports in Chernomorsk, Odessa and Pivdenny with the help of International Grain Initiative. According to him, the initiative has been operating for almost a month. In his evening video address, the president said that the goal is to reach the volume of 3 million tons of export by sea every month. He stressed that this is extremely important for the food security of Africa, Asia and Europe. The Ministry of Defense of Ukraine stated that currently the armed forces have more than 20 multiple rocket launchers HIMARS, M270 and MARS, reports LBUA. The ministry denied Russian media reports that Russian troops have destroyed many of such systems supplied to Ukraine by the Western partners. The ministry also added that more than 50 Russian warehouses with weapons and ammunition have been destroyed. The general staff of Ukraine informs that the enemy tried to advance in several directions in the Donetsk region, but without success, reports Unyan. In the Kharkiv region, the Russian troops tried to get closer to Dementyevka, but were forced to retreat. In the Mykolaiv region, Ukrainian defenders destroyed the enemy's reconnaissance group. The first batch of letters from Ukrainian servicemen in Russian captivity arrived to Ukraine, reports Pryamy TV. The Ministry for Integration of the Temporary Occupied Territories of Ukraine informed that in line with the Geneva Conventions, Ukrainian prisoners of war have the right to send and receive letters. The Ministry said that it is working now on handing them over to the prisoners' families. The minister Irina Vereshuk thanked the International Committee of the Red Cross for its mediation and professional work. Head of Donetsk Regional Military Administration Pavlo Kirilenko said that about 350,000 residents currently remain in the part of the region controlled by the armed forces of Ukraine, reports Radio Liberty. According to him, this is about a quarter of the population of this territory before the full-scale invasion. The rest of the local residents have been evacuated. 
Karelanko stressed that all the cities of the region are now under fire, but the most difficult situation is in those that are on the front line. French oil company Total Energies announced its plans to sell the business in Russia, reports Forbes Ukraine. Previously, French media Le Monde and the organization Global Witness published an investigation according to which the Siberian gas field, partially owned by Total, regularly supplies an oil refinery that produces jet fuel for Russian military aircraft. This fuel might have been used for aircraft that launched missiles at Ukrainian cities. Minister of Foreign Affairs of Ukraine Dmitro Kuleba thanked the people of France for their support of Ukraine. He said that against this background, it is a disgrace to France when French companies assist the murder of Ukrainians and the ruining of cities. President of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky had a video conversation with US TV presenter, actor and comedian Jimmy Fallon, reports NVUA. Together they discussed options for cooperation that would draw the world's attention to events in Ukraine. Zelensky said that time passes and people unfortunately get accustomed to the fact that there is a war going on in Europe in the 21st century. He said that with the help of people like Jimmy Fallon it is possible to prevent this. Zelensky also invited Jimmy Fallon to visit Ukraine. Our Patreon supporters get access to a cool new series on wartime life in Ukraine. To join the club, follow the link in the description below. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine. Thank you.